Hit it. This ain't no disco. It ain't no country club either. This is L.A. Hi, and welcome to episode 70 of the Heartland Knits podcast. My name is Vicki, but you can find me as Heartland Knits on Ravelry and Instagram. And today is Tuesday, April 29th, 2014. I am a couple days late recording on Sunday, which is my usual recording day. I was traveling back from Minnesota after attending the Yarn Over event uh, put on by the Minnesota Knitters Guild. And yesterday I was just completely wiped out. It was a really difficult drive home. Lots of, lots and lots of rain. So today it was time to record. So let me get started and show you what has been on my needles this week. Just have a couple of things to show you. Um, I've been working on my shawl. This is the lace shawl. Um, it is Lyra. It is a Herbert Niebling um, pattern. But I've gotten up to kind of the tops of the flowers. Um, this is a, a design I said by, by Herbert Niebling. It is usually kind of a round piece. I am making mine um, kind of a crescent shape. So it's going to have one of these. You can sort of see that's leaves and then it goes into this kind of a flower. The flowers have a little bit of a different texture on them. The yarn I'm using is, I believe it's Zephyr. It's a 50-50 merino silk, and I have it on size 3 needles, which are 3.25 millimeter. And I am about maybe two-thirds two -thirds to three-quarters of the way through the charts. Um, you can see that there was a big increase at the, kind of at the bottom of this petals here. This is the amount of yarn that I have left. So it is going down, and I can actually visually see it going down a lot. So I don't think I am going to have to worry about running out of yarn, but um, it is. I'm just doing it. You know, it's just a chart, and you follow along. And I don't know if you'll notice, I don't use lifelines in my lace, and I don't use stitch markers. They're just kind of time-consuming things. Um, I watch the pattern of, of when I'm knitting. I watch the pattern and I can see on the chart if I've gotten off or something, um, you know, forgotten a yarn over or whatever. I can tell right away because it's not lining up, you know, whatever, you know, particular um, kind of detail it's working on. So, and the lifelines are, it is a, um, a pretty easy lace in that there is kind of a plain pearl back row. So um, you can always like set it back up. If you have to go back, you can set it up on that pearl row. Um, it's, it's a little more fun to, to do um, in the, when it's in the round because you're just knitting that round plain. You're not purling all those stitches back, but um, 
it's coming along. So hopefully, I'm I'm hoping I'm kind of aiming. That's kind of my main knitting project right now. So I'm hoping it will be done on Sunday. Probably wouldn't be blocked yet, but I'm hoping the knitting is done. And then the other uh, thing that I've been working on is my Firebird sock, which is a pattern by Lisa Grossman, who is the Serena of Socks. And let me just grab a sock blocker because I think you'll be able to see it better. Um, if you remember, I think I was down on the heel. I had, had to rip a whole bunch out. So I've gotten up to the top of the leg so this is, you can see, um, hold those, I don't know if you'll be able to see, yeah, here's the body and I did all his head, <laughs> over here, his head, and um, it's got a short row heel, the uh, top of the foot is this sort of like feathers pattern. And then I just was working on this. It's not going to really show up. You do so at the at the top of the um, the head. Did some plain rows of stockinette, and then this is these are little um, kind of pico. You're not doing it, binding it off. Um, you're just gonna, but they're gonna stick up. And then I have to do the other side, the little picots on the other side. And then it will, you do some ribbing, which is folded to the inside. So there will be ribbing up along the top, and then you'll, you'll hem that. So that these little picot things will stick up in the air like flames from the fire. It's the fire bird. So um, I got quite a bit of this um, done and um, it has some embroidery to do. You do like its crown and you do his little leg along the, the uh, diagonal of the short row heel and then you can do others. There's some beads to go somewhere and you can outline around his whole body and along the feathers. I'm not sure how much of the embroidery I'm going to do but um, it is almost the knitting of this one sock is almost done. I bought the kit for this last year at Maryland Sheep and Wool. So I've gotten one sock. I might leave the second one, I'll do a little break in between. I'm not sure I want to just kind of jump right in and do it. We'll see. So those are really my, my kind of main knitting. I didn't get all that much knitting progress done because like I said I went away last weekend so there were kind of two days of mostly driving and then there was day of shopping and so I didn't get a lot of knitting done but I got pretty much done on the shawl. So I also did have nothing newly finished and no spinning. I had intended on taking a spindle with me um, but com just completely forgot it. I remembered when I was on the way, so no spinning to show either. But I do have some show and tell. Um, I did a little purchasing, not 
not completely crazy, but Friday I left kind of early in the morning and I met some friends down in St. Paul at one of the yarn shops. And it's actually the shop I like to go to a lot. So um, I bought two things there. I knew there would be a lot more um, shopping to go, but I bought this sweater pattern, which is for Trillium. And this is, if you remember, when I was at Madrona, I bought the yarn to knit this sweater. I don't know if you can, it doesn't really show up. But there's a really pretty kind of a, a textured detail along the yoke of the sweater. And I bought the Brooklyn Tweed um, Shelter in the thistle colorway, which is a lighter purple than this. And at the time, I, I um, was going to buy the pattern, but they were out of them at the store. And so I could have just bought it, the digital version, but I really like these patterns. And it's, it's you know, I could bought the digital version and printed it out, but it's really nice um, cardstock that it is printed on. And um, so I went ahead and bought that because they carry that yarn in those patterns. And then I bought just one skein of yarn I bought a skein of this um, wool and cotton four ply in this really pretty. It's a little bit lighter than it's than it's looking on the screen. It's a really pretty kind of robin's egg blue. The color number is zero zero four nine two. And last year, last spring, when I went um, through town, I bought a sweater's worth of this yarn. I think, I don't remember if I had a sweater in mind or I just bought what I thought I would need. And then when I was looking at it, at some point I came across um, a pattern for kind of a lacy little sweater with a hood and I want to um, convert it and make it, um, put a zipper in it, make a little kind of lace hoodie. But I didn't have, because with the hood, I didn't have enough yarn or yardage. So I had intended upon looking at the dye lot that I had just to see if they had it and I forgot. So when I was there I thought I'm just going to buy another skein. If it doesn't match, it doesn't match, I'll deal with it and figure out something how to how to you know, put it in. And when I got home it was the matching dye lot. I bought it at the same store but it was the matching dye lot so I can, I'm not sure when that will go into, uh, you know, I'll start that, but now I have the yarn for that sweater if I decide to. And that's really all I bought at that shop. Um, we kind of met at the shop and then a few doors down, there's a really nice place to eat. We sat and ate lunch and sat and knit and it was a really nice afternoon. Um, and so then we were, were um, people were staying um, to, to, uh, that were going to Yarnover was kind of way across town on the other side of Minneapolis. And um, so we got set to, you know, we're going to drive over there. And I got in my car and I've sort of gotten into the habit the last, oh, I'd say at least the last 10 years of just kind of listening to my intuition. And I knew at some point during the weekend I wanted to get to um, Nordstrom's because it's like one of my favorite stores and there aren't any anywhere close to me. So I knew I wanted to get there 
at some point, and I had made sort of a, a last-minute decision to go up there. So I wasn't signed up to take any classes. I wasn't really, they have classes on Saturday, and then they have a kind of a marketplace with vendors. And on the Friday night, they have a dinner with a speaker. And I hadn't bought a ticket, but I had um, written to one of the ladies I know who um, is on the committee who said, you can just come and buy a ticket at the door. It'll be fine. So I had thought about uh, that I was going to do that. But anyway, when I got in my car, I just thought, no, I think I need to go shopping to Nordstrom right now. Because then I knew I wouldn't have to like worry about, am I going to have enough time and, and stuff. So I drove um, to the to the mall, to the um, to Nordstrom's, and I did really good. I ended up buying three dresses and two pairs of shoes, and so I did good. Um, but I only had like maybe I don't know a couple of hours, and um, then I I drove out to um, where the hotel was. I I've only actually, I think, ever driven really out there kind of once before. So I wanted to get out there before um, the sunset. I got there um, right around 8 and got in my room. And uh, one of my friends from knitting camp was staying there. And she texted me and said, where are you? And so they were heading down to the bar. The banquet had just finished. And so I went down there and joined them and... Um, it it ended up to be a really nice group. There was a couple people from knitting camp, and there was you know some of the people I know through podcasting. There, you know, Megan and Amy of Stocking at Zombies came, and um, Ellen from Twinset Designs, and um, Corey who's Iraq Knits, and I think there were a couple other people. So we you know sat down there and and knit, and uh, that was a really good night. And then the next morning. Um, the event itself is held at one of the big public high schools, which is only about a five-minute drive away from the hotel. So I uh, got over there in the morning and um, looked at the different vendors. I had kind of given myself permission to sort of, I could buy a sweater's worth of yarn if I found something I really wanted, which was you know, I was pretty sure that might happen. And then just kind of get something. If I couldn't really, if it was something unusual, something that I couldn't just get, you know, the next time I saw that person or, or whatever to buy it then. Except for one thing. I think I've mentioned that I really like to use baskets for my knitting. And there was a lady who was going to be there who I bought baskets for, from. Um, in the past. I think the last time I got a basket from her was maybe five years ago. And I think the first time was maybe like 2000, 2001. It was way back. Stitches Midwest used to be held up in Minneapolis. And I think that's the first time I saw her. But she's from um, northern Minnesota and from the Tall Tale Basket. Um, and so when I walked in, she was one of the first booths that I saw kind of down the hall, the hallway because the um, vendors are just set up in the hallways of the school. And I saw the basket I wanted. They were kind of hanging on 
like a coat tree kind of thing so that you could see them they were hanging and I saw the one I wanted and kind of just made a beeline to it so this is the basket that I bought it's a really nice kind of little size um, she calls it granny's purse but this is um, her her tag the tall tail and I really like her baskets they're very well made I have some from you know way back that They've held up perfectly. The um, she dyes the this colorway, this color, and sometimes and some of mine have faded a little bit, but this one is a really pretty aqua, and I like the kind of dark, the natural. So I got that. I was really um, happy um, to have gotten that, and then I ended up finding um, this yarn which is um, Studio Donegal, which is um, made in our, you know, spun in Ireland. It's from Kilcar, Ireland. But some of the kind of tweedy yarns are very um, rustic feeling. They're, they're rougher and um, coarser. But this is spun with 100% um, merino. So it's really nice and soft. It's this really pretty light pink and I saw this yarn last year when I went to stitches and I think he only had two skeins left of the light pink and I know you could order it I think you can order it directly from Ireland but he ended up that he had enough um, so I ended up getting it and it's just this really pretty it's it's nice and soft I'm not sure what it will be but it will have cables and be wonderful and the other, I didn't have any intentions of buying fiber at all because that's the one thing. I've been knitting a lot, so, you know, I go through the yarn, but I have not been spinning as much. I have a lot of fiber. But I was still looking at all. There were a lot of, like, little vendors, and I came, you know, went and, you know, you have to touch everything. And I reached down and I touched this and I went, going to look for the for the tag and this is from um, Angora Angora Gardens in Clark's Grove Minnesota and it is um, it's going to just look like kind of you know grayish grayish yarn but it is 50% Corridor wool 30% alpaca and 20% Angora and it is just lusciously lusciously soft so I I just figured I wouldn't ever kind of come across that particular blend again, so that I just had to get some. It is so soft. The dark in there is 